Hey there, I'm Scott Bertram, and I'm the director of the Hillsdale College Podcast Network. This show and all the other shows on the network are listener-supported. That means we hope for, we count on, frankly, we rely on the support of listeners like you to make our educational outreach possible. One of the best and most convenient ways to do so is joining the Liberty and Learning Society. That's our exclusive monthly giving group. And in this month of March, we are looking for 300 new members of the Liberty and Learning Society. When you join, you'll help defend liberty through education, and you'll make shows like this one possible far into the future. All you have to do is visit hillsdale.edu slash monthly and complete the secure online donation form. If you need to pause or stop your gift at some point, no problem. Just call us. One of our friendly students or staff will help you. But today, will you be one of the 300 new members of the Liberty and Learning Society in March? Go to hillsdale.edu slash monthly to join the Liberty and Learning Society today. Help us bring these shows to you and other Americans at hillsdale.edu slash monthly. Welcome to Hillsdale College's Classical Education Podcast, bringing you insight into classical education and its unique emphasis on human virtue and moral character, responsible citizenship, content-rich curricula, and teacher-led classrooms. And now your host, Scott Bertram. Thanks for listening. We're joined today by Gail Howell. She's a second-grade teacher at Northwest Ohio Classical Academy in Toledo, Ohio. Gail, thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. We're talking today about teaching second graders, appropriate since that's what you do. Uh, Before we get started with that, tell us a little about yourself and a little about Northwest Ohio Classical Academy. Okay. Well, our academy has been open for two years, and I was lucky enough to come out of retirement to come back and teach And so I've been teaching there two years in second grade. How long? You've been there two years. Two years. How long have you done second grade overall? Ten years. Ten years. Yes. What do you enjoy about second graders that keeps you coming back for more? Well, I enjoy that age because they are so enthusiastic about everything. They are so curious. Um, They are active participants in learning which I love, and they just, they love to learn new things, so they're very receptive to everything. They think everything is fun. Of course, students are different, but if you were putting together a template of a second grade students, what would you say that most of your students have in common? The most important thing to a second grader is the schedule, the routine, they want to feel safe, and they want to know what's coming up. So as long as you can provide that kind of atmosphere, they like being there. And that starts from the first day, I would imagine, of classes, uh, laying out how the day is going to go and making them aware of, of uh, you know, where the, cla- where the classes are and how, how that day is going to flow each day. Yes, and they... They feel a lot better when they know that they're going to start off with morning work. They're going to start off with the assembly. They're going to come back and start literacy. They, I have a post-it in the room, and they get real comfortable with the schedule. What 
do students in second grade want from you? What do they want from their teacher inside the classroom? They want to have a teacher that wants to be there. Mm -hmm. I I never miss (laughs) (laughs) because I want to be there. I love learning. I want them to learn everything. So they want a teacher that's very present. They want a teacher that is very prepared. They're expecting to learn, so your lesson plans have to be prepared. Um, And they like structure, so um, you want to provide structure to them. You want to have a sense of humor, Mm -hmm. and you want to enjoy what you do. To me, it's... You know, you've heard that if you if you enjoy what you're doing, you aren't really feeling like you're going to work. Mm-hmm. In fact, I don't say I'm going to work. I say I'm going to school. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so you said students want a teacher who wants to be there, and you yes. do, and you came out of retirement to yes. teach at Northwest Ohio. What enticed you to come back and teach second graders? I... um. I've always loved teaching. I retired in 2013, and then I subbed for a while, and I did some long terms. But I actually got a phone call from a friend saying, I think this job would be perfect for you, and it enticed me that it was with Hillsdale College. (laughs) And so I thought I would try it. And I thought I'd do like one year. Mm-hmm. And here I am going back for my <laughs> third year because I just, I really enjoy it. So the teacher, the students want the teacher to want to be there. And I know you want your students to want to be there. Mm-hmm. How do you convince them to enjoy coming to school? How do you convince them to have um, a smile on their face for at least most of the day? Um. When you come in my room, you know that there's a purpose. There's always a purpose when you come to school. You're there. And I tell them the minute they pass that door, they have a goal to get the third grade. (laughs) And so there are certain things that you have to learn in order to get there. So even though we can... we enjoy what we're doing and we have fun, hopefully we have fun, which brings smiles to their faces... Um, there is a very serious set purpose in our curriculum that they have to do. And so I think that's why they come. Um, When I'm reading literature, sometimes I'll um, take a sneak peek at the first two lines in the chapter (laughs) of the next chapter, and then I'll say, well, come back tomorrow. And they all go, oh, (laughs) So you, you've mastered the radio tease. That's what we call it in radio. You, <laughs> That's you, a radio You give them a tease. little bit, and you, you got to yeah. come back after the break. you got to come back you tomorrow know. to find out more. And, and if you keep your subjects interesting, they'll want to come back. You mentioned having the goal and the seriousness, and this is just a personal anecdote, so feel free to disagree. My son just finished second grade, and I think oh. probably one of the biggest differences between first and second, maybe that point, just just having the, the clear goal 
mm-hmm. and the seriousness of a day that uh, not that, that first grade wasn't serious, but second grade seemed to be a little more, look, the, the, we really have these things we need to accomplish, we want to get done during the course of the day. Exactly. Does that sound right? Yes. In fact, um, they give us a book called What Every Second Grader Needs to Know. And I show them that book. It's a pretty thick book. <laughs> and we look up, like, say we're studying about simple machines. Well, they kind of like it when I go in that book and I say, well, have we learned this? And they go, check. And then, <laughs> so it's purpose-driven. Mm-hmm. But they like the fact that they've accomplished what they need to know in second grade. It's a fabulous book. Talking with Gail Howell, second grade teacher at Northwest Ohio Classical Academy in Toledo, Ohio, on uh, teaching second graders. Uh, so you got a big book and a checklist. But what do you want the students to learn by the end of the year? What do you hope they take with them after they leave your classroom? I want them to constantly wonder. I want them to constantly know that no matter what age you are, you're going to always learn. And never to stop learning and, and enjoy it. Where would you say that you see the biggest change in your students from the start of the year to the end of the year when it comes to second grade? And that could be academically, that could be interpersonal relationships. Where do you think that generally you see the biggest change? I spend a lot of time on building classroom community. Mm-hmm. And so you see a child then comes in and could be timid or could be sh- really shy and they they blossom if they can take ownership of the room hmm. and if you have jobs for them to do and you set the purposes um pretty soon you're going to see that child start to self-govern themselves and fit in the room because they want to fit in the classroom which is the a community to us. Mm-hmm. So if you can build the, that positive attitude in your room, then it's a wonderful year. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you get a chance to see them during recess? Um, I take them to recess, but we have instructional aides that are out there, but I do know what they do there. Well, Do you get the sense that it's mostly playtime? Do you get the sense that there are conversations taking place on the playground? You mentioned that sense of community you try to build in the classroom. Does that sort of extend out to recess time too? Are they learning those relationships during that time? Well, you're building character. So character, of course, we talk about virtues at our academy and That also continues everywhere they go in the building. So if they go out for recess, which this year, because of COVID, we had three different places. So if they went to one place, it was playground equipment. Mm -hmm. But if they went to another place, it was a grassy area where they played with balls and they might do soccer or they might do Red Rover, you know, it. And so they build relationships out there and friendships, which is how they learn to be a citizen. So um, we also have a favorite place, which was in the other area, there's swings, but there's also a lot of dirt. 
and you'd be amazed <laughs> how they can build with twigs and mm-hmm. and it shows a lot of teamwork out there too so yeah i think recess is super important looking at the second grade overview of second grade which parts of the curriculum do students tend to enjoy year after year you know, students year mm-hmm. after year tend to enjoy that this particular part of a curriculum when second graders like when you start new concepts so they like a lot of different things but i'm fortunate enough that i start the year with charlotte's web ah, yes. and that is always a favorite so charlotte's web is a is a beautiful story about friendships among those animals and the spider and all the, you know, the insects, which is all tied in. What I like about our curriculum is that it, it's all related. Like while I'm reading Charlotte's Web, in science, we're talking about life cycles. Mm-hmm. So it just all blends in together very nicely. So while you're starting to build your classroom community and you're talking about friendships, it's just nice. So the Charlotte's Web's a favorite. This year, um, last year we stopped on March 13th, but this year we were so fortunate we went the whole year. So this year I did a timeline in history of, of American history. The children really loved that because everybody had a part, whether it was to um, research the event or whether it was to write on the timeline or whether it was to do a paragraph about that or draw a picture. And then we presented it to our principal, Mr. (laughs) Schwank. And the kids, I stood back and the kids presented this timeline and it was amazing. I was just, so that's something that I think is going to build every yeah. year. <laughs> well, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when it comes to, to writing skills, where are students when they enter second grade, what would you, where, where would you like to see them be by the time the year is over? Writing skills. Um, they, in first grade, I know that they begin sentence writing. In second grade, we also do um, a lot of sentence writing and talk about the parts of sentences. And then what I do, I do dictated sentences, but I also, as part of their morning work, have them make sentences. And then we write them on the board and we discuss them. And by the end of the year, their sentences are really good. And also, I have them write like little summaries to like a science lesson. What did you learn today? And they have to write a couple sentences. So we do a lot of writing, but we also pick out the parts of the sentence. And it's it's a building process. Mm -hmm. But I thought, especially this year, I mean, I've only been with this program two years, but... um, they were they became very good sentence writers and we even wrote paragraphs so they do a lot of writing can i talk about communication too please um 
you know, they do a lot of recitations and poems, and they get up in front and talk about their, they do their poems at our morning assembly, Mm -hmm. which is fabulous. So the fact that they can get up there in front of the whole school and recite poems is, is really something to see. But also, in my classroom, I have presenters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you've got the child really invested in the topic when they come to school with a book about it. Or they've drawn a, they've made their own book and illustrated it on bugs that we're studying. Or one child came to school with his Playmobil figures and acted out something in our science <laughs> lesson. I mean, so I've, I have presenters in my room, which helps with the communication and the writing. That's pretty cool to watch. What, uh, well, is there anything from the past few years that, uh, that sticks with you as being particularly unusual, funny, silly, <laughs> the conversations the students are having? I don't know about being silly, but there was something that was pretty thought-provoking. And it was a question from a little girl this year. And when I tell people, they kind of um, laugh at first, but I said, think about this. This is really thought-provoking. Take the problem, picture in your mind, um, nine times two equals, and then there's that box. And the problem on her paper was the box equals nine times two. She asked me if, since the problem is written backwards, should the answer be written backwards? (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. But... You know, and so we had a whole discussion on, well, what is the answer? And Uh she said 18, and I said, so what do you know about the number 18? That it's 110 and 81, Mm -hmm. so can that be 81? (laughs) But that, yeah, it sounds ridiculous, but when you think about it, that's something to really think about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For... um, Anyone listening who might be interested in entering the teaching profession or, or, or looking to change uh, grades, perhaps, who would you encourage to teach second graders? What kind of a personality best fits with this year? Well, you have to have a lot of patience. You have to have sense of humor. You have to love what you're doing because it's really a full-time job. It just doesn't end at 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So um, you have to love learning. You have to love kids. Um, but I think all those things go with any grade, you know. Gail Howell, second grade teacher at Northwest Ohio Classical Academy in Toledo, Ohio, talking about teaching second graders. <laughs> Gail, thanks so much for joining us here on the Hillsdale College Classical Education Podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I'm Scott Bertram. We invite you to like us on Facebook. Search for Hillsdale College K-12 Classical Education. You also can follow us on Instagram at Hillsdale underscore K-12. Hillsdale underscore K-12 on Instagram. And check out our website, k12.hillsdale.edu. Thank you for listening to the Hillsdale College Classical Education Podcast. (laughs) 